Hey everybody, Fran here with another podcast. I am so excited about this podcast because I have two special guests this week and I am so excited about these two guests. They are two of my favorite people and two of my extra heartbeats. It is my niece, Aria of Affirmations with Aria and my daughter, Asia, with the Intuitive Astrology Chick. And we are just going to talk to you guys this week about all things life, love, and spiritual. So I know that a lot of you that have followed me for a long time know my story. You know about my mom and my family excited to have them with me. It took a little coercing, let me tell you. They were resistant. Yeah, they were really, they were resistant. But I got them here and we are going to talk to you guys about lots and lots of cool stuff. So say hi, y'all. Hello. (laughs) So I'm going to start off by introducing them. I know you guys have heard me talk about them before. If you follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or if you follow this podcast, I know you've heard me um, talk about my family, but you might be more familiar with Coco if you follow my YouTube channel, because I did a video with my great niece, Coco, and that is Aria's daughter. So Aria is like me on that on the fact that we both have this gift of discernment and being able to hear, see, and feel things. But Aria has always been resistant to it, like I was for many years. But because she, you know, is in that place of being a mom and and having a, a, a career and doing all this stuff, sometimes it's hard to fit all of that in and walk out in that purpose. So, Aria, talk to us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and what you're doing now. Um, my name is Aria, and I just started a new empowerment group called Affirmations with Aria. And that really is to empower and give women the insight on their spiritual journey. Um, like Fran said, my gift is uh, just the gift of discernment and the gift of healing. And I am now walking in my purpose. And in doing so, I really just want to encourage others to come out the closet, as I say, with their spiritual gifts and help them walk along their spiritual path. Okay, so when you say come out the closet, because I talk a lot about that whole coming out of the closet thing, being afraid. Uh, a lot of people email me a lot about, you know, being afraid to come forth and really just kind of telling the world who they are. Now, you know, for us, this is really normal. Both of y'all know that. Like, we kind of grew up with this, right? So, so we grew up with it in an era where it wasn't really like as mainstream and cool. So we came from a family of like old time spiritualists. Like my mother was an old time spiritualist, which is their grandmother. So this is normal to us. But when you say coming out of the closet, what do you think was the biggest thing that kept you kind of keeping your gifts a secret? Like you, you've always been in church and you operated in your gifts in church and you, you helped like friends and family members. But what do you think has kept you from really coming? What do you think that now you're coming mainstream? When you look back, what has made you, you know, what was your biggest holdup? What was your biggest reservation about coming forth with your gifts? 
biggest uh, holdback would be the responsibility. Mm -hmm. Um, The responsibility of delivering the message and the perception that I would get from it. Mm -hmm. Um, If I was to give someone a message and just say that they were not receptive to it, then um, I might not like the rejection of not um, getting the positive or getting the right reaction, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, I know that it's from God and I know that that my gift is what. God wants me to do is still just a little scary. So just having that responsibility of um, using the gift (laughs) and then knowing that once I use it, Mm -hmm. that things continue to come. And Mm -hmm. the more you use it, the more you exercise it, um, the more enlightened you will be and the more things that God will give you and trust you with. Mm -hmm. So I think just the the responsibility of delivering the message Mm -hmm. and just, you know, trying to have a balance between that and live a normal life mm-hmm. it's, it's very hard and we did grow up talking to each other and family members uh, about our spiritual gifts and that was not I thought that that was normal for everybody to have those conversations but as I've grown older I realized that everybody they do not have those conversations and it, it's not exercised in everybody's family so right. Um, right. just coming just coming to light Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. And you know, you hit on something that I want to hit on that I want to talk to Miss Asia, but for a minute. And you hit on something that's really, really, really a very powerful and true statement is is that a lot of times people don't have those conversations. And what I have come to find is that it's not that they don't have those conversations because they don't have those gifts. They don't have those conversations because it's like taboo. Like people think it's taboo. They feel like okay, well, I was raised this way and I was told this and I was told that and I can't do that and I shouldn't have that instead of seeking the wisdom and the knowledge from spirit and from God for themselves, they are listening to what they've been told they shouldn't do because I believe that God talks to all of us on different levels. I think some of us are have a stronger gift than others in certain areas like You may have a stronger gift in healing than I have. I may have a stronger gift in, you know, seeing than uh, I have in hearing. So what I'm saying is, is that a lot of times I think that people go around and they walk around and they never really tap into the spiritual being that they are because they've been told that they can't. And I think that that's one of the reasons why God has put this on our plate, per se, because he wants us to talk about it. He wants people to know that it's real and it's legitimate and that it is a real thing. And if you notice now, people are coming out about it now, talking about it. Like I said, I get tons of emails from women who say, well, I know I have this intuition, but it's deeper than intuition. It's deeper than that. It's actually the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, we all have the Holy Spirit running through us. It's just how much you choose to tune into it. So you made a very, very good point. Thank you for that. And uh, we're talking really like, this is how we talk, but, you know, we're family, so we could be really chopping it up for y'all, but we trying to keep it, you know, kind of professional. Y'all know what I mean. Okay, so Miss Asia, this is my daughter. And first of all, I want to ask you, how was it, and I could ask you the same question, Naria, 
growing up with somebody, so you got mama, which is your grandma, this mama, you got Aria. How how did you feel being kind of the youngest grandchild growing up around all these gifts, around all this knowing? How did you feel about that? Um, well, for the longest, I mean, since I am the youngest, um, you know, I kind of wasn't in a lot of the conversation because I think that there is such a gap. So as I was growing up, you know, everybody, well, you guys were, uh, you know, kind of older. So I didn't really get to, I listened to it, but I really wasn't paying attention to it. Like it was just kind of, you know, just conversation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, as I got older, of course, I started to appreciate it because I could go to different sources if something, if I needed advice for something or I had questions about something. I had somebody, well, three people to really turn to that could give me that advice and that insight that I wasn't able to see for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But just as a child, you know, since there was kind of that gap um, in age and everything, you know, I think that you, Grandma, and Aria kind of got, like, the bubble of it and kind of formed the group. Like, you know how you guys used to talk on the phone and you guys used to pray on the phone and do your affirmations and things on the phone and have, like, your conference calls. Since I was a little younger, I didn't get to really experience it. Of course, I've heard it and seen it, but I didn't get really the full effect of it until I got older. Okay, so... You you now have, well, for some time, you've been experiencing glimpses of spirit working with you, but you were also resistant. You did not want anything to do with this. Talk a little bit about that. Now, you, 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 you now have embraced it and you're, you're, you've put it, you've added a twist to it that none of us have done in the past, which I think is dynamic, but why were why do you feel like you were maybe so resistant to to operate in it at first? Um, well, I think that well, for one, I think that just naturally I'm a little bit more standoffish, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, I come across that way, you know. Like it's it's hard for me to. I guess it's not really hard, but I just I guess that's the perfect word. I'm standoffish, anyways. Mm-hmm. So while you guys were all embracing it and thinking, "Oh my gosh, this is great. This is something I want to dive into. This is interesting." I kind of more was on the, yeah, okay, that's not, you know, I kind of want to be a little bit more, I guess, quote-unquote, normal. Yeah. So I stand off in the background. I let you guys do it, and I just kind of like, you know, I know that they do it. This is something they do. They're very good at it. So I'm going to kind of let them have it, and Mm -hmm. I'll kind of stand in the backgrounds and the shadows of things. Not Mm -hmm. so much just because of, you know, it's it's a... you're not ashamed of it, but you kind of figure, okay, well, they're doing it. They've got it, you know, under control. They've got, you know, got it covered. So I'll stand in the background, you know, and kind of not break out of my shell of being a little bit more standoffish with it. And I'll let them have it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So talk to us a little bit about your in- intuitive astrology, because I, I mean, I know about it because we work together to do it. And now Aria has added the comp- the um, affirmation component because we've created the love, the love servicing, which we'll talk to you guys about later. But the fact that you can, you can, you know, the numbers and astrology so well, but you also go a little deeper because you use the gift now that you have had that you're now embracing. Talk to us about a little bit about what you do with the um, astrology and your numerology. 
Well, with astrology, um, it's a little bit different than with numerology. Numerology is numbers. You can't really change it. it you know, you kind of, you you kind of all what your number is because it goes by your birthday. It goes by the year that we're in. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit more set in stone. So with that, you know, you kind of use that as what I like to call a roadmap to, you know, where you're going to go in the next year, what month you're, you know, how the months are going to go within that year. Right. Um, also with, if you're dating somebody, what number you guys are in together, how the months will roll for you guys, what months or years will be test years and months mm-hmm. and what will be kind of smooth sailing okay. with astrology. It's a little easier to dive into the intuitive side because you pull somebody's chart. Um, let's say they're dating somebody. I'll use one of my friends, for example, if they're dating somebody, I look at what their chart is. I look at what their mate's chart is or the guy they're interested in. And also looking at the chart, you can kind of tell, like, yeah, probably it might work, it might not, or this will be dynamic, or it'll just be a crash and burn from the start mm-hmm. type thing. But you can add that intuitive side in where, you know, you may think, okay, well, this chart says that their behaviors will be this, this is how they are, this is this. But the intuitive side also says, okay, but what about past childhood things or things they've gone through in the last relationship, those things also kind of mold. So you kind of use your intuitive side and kind of diving into that spiritual side to say, you know, this is what I'm feeling about the person versus this is what the chart says this person will do or won't do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I know that you've helped a lot of my clients with the charts, and I come to you even, you know, I do, you know, mm-hmm. let me just say, about, you know, things that are really kind of unsettling to me with clients, even with myself. I'll come to you and say, okay, mm-hmm. so tell me why this is like this or why I'm feeling like this, because it's more than just the sun. It's the sun, the moons, the stars, the Neptunes, all that stuff. I don't know all that, but she does. <laughs> and so that's great. Now, Aria, I want to talk to you too, because you offer kind of the component of the healing and you offer that because of your own personal experiences. So tell me, tell me, tell them why it's so important to heal before you try to start something new. Why, why would that be important to me? If I, if I end the relationship and I've got somebody standing right outside my door, ready to start a new relationship, why wouldn't I do that? Um, well, it's a, it's kind of like the old saying of bringing baggage into a new relationship where that is a really big spiritual component, um, Mm -hmm. a bad no, no, Mm -hmm. because if you have not healed from, let's say you were in an abusive relationship, whether it be physically, mentally, emotionally abusive, Mm -hmm. and then you try to start this new relationship with this wonderful person, Mm -hmm. um, it might go well in the very beginning, you know, because you, you can hide your, your hurts and your pain. Well, sooner or later, those ba- that baggage is going to show up in your new relationship. And it can ruin a really, really good relationship. And if you're praying and asking God to send your, send your mate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this wonderful person, your husband or your wife, mm-hmm. and you have not done that healing within yourself, you're going to mess up your blessings. Mm. And sometimes we think that blessings are just 
because God blesses us with a, a mate, that mm-hmm. everything is just going to be perfect, and it's not. Especially, it will not be perfect if you do not heal. If you do not do the work Ooh. on yourself, the work. Y'all hear that? The work. I always you, talk to you y'all about the work. the work. The work. You hear that? The, the work, work, y'all. And if you do not do the work on yourself, you will not have a successful relationship. And even if you, you know. And and that meaning that you want to be the happiest, you want to have a joyful, you want to have the best relationship you can. You want it to reach its full potential. Mm -hmm. So the best thing to do is to do the work. The work. Now, y'all hear her talking about the work. Now, they've heard me talk about the work for years, but now you hear her talking about the work. The thing about it is, is that I think that a lot of times people forget that we have that spiritual component that is not separated from us. So I think that as women, sometimes we get so caught up in being, as I like to call myself, Wonder Woman, right? Y'all know that. They laughing. Y'all hear them saying, oh, Lord. But they know already. They know. They know. Um, Anyway, I think sometimes we get so caught up in trying to be Wonder Woman or trying to be Superwoman that we forget about ourselves and we continuously push things down instead of bringing them to the surface and dealing with them. And I believe that Aria is so correct in the fact of, you know, healing, forgiveness, all of that goes hand in hand because you want to start things whole. And a lot of people don't do that. So I love the fact that Aria is our guru in that area because sometimes If you are trying to move too fast, you'll miss something. So you have, you know, me that's hearing and giving you the message and the directions and we can go back to the past. We can go to the future. We can deal with the now. And then you have Aria who's helping you, you know, heal and then reaffirm and affirm and establish those boundaries in your lives through affirmations, which work, y'all. Let me just tell you, affirmations and mantras work, but you have to know how to apply, how to apply them and use them. And that's the thing I love about Rhea's part of it is that, you know, you can't just say, yeah, I'm, I'm beautiful. Yeah, I'm beautiful. That has no power. When you know how to use the affirmations properly, which is what she teaches, it changes the whole game. Then we have that component of Asia that comes in and says, um, you know, okay, so these are probably the people you've attracted. This is why these are the people you should be attracting. And this is what will work. We're like a triple threat, y'all, with a whole bunch of heavenly staff behind us. Can y'all imagine? Do y'all know how much the bomb that is? Like, for real. So now I just want to talk about how we remain as a family normal. Like uh, we're normal, yeah. He's well, <laughs> you hear everybody, yeah. Well, yeah. That's it's just a, on all day. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. You never. You, you don't know what you might get. Let me just tell you. You know, you look through the window. You might not. You don't even know. But um, honestly, you know, we we do have to stay grounded. Um, even with these gifts, you have to stay grounded. But you also have to stay grounded in spirit and prayed up and protected so you can be more normal. Because once you do allow yourself to be used as a vessel and to be used spiritually, 
you have to be protected because there's also energy in the world that's not so good. We don't give any of that energy any credit, but it's out there. So tell me some of the stuff that y'all do on a day-to-day basis as just normal women to, you know, kind of keep your sanity, to keep yourself grounded. So I'm going to start with you, Aria. Tell me some of the things that you do, you know, just when you're not working or practicing your gifts or working with clients, what is some of the things that you do that you enjoy doing as just Aria? Okay. Um, one of the things that I really enjoy is just when I wake up in the morning with my cup of coffee. Oh, boy. Um, Which mug, though? Which mug? She has 100 uh, mugs, y'all. I just like to envision the day. Um, I like to plan, but in that planning, I know that things could change, but even just getting a glimpse of the day of the things that I want to get done and just seeing my day, my day, uh, being a great day really, really helps. Um, if there's ever a point where I walk into some, a situation where the energy is not right, and, that, and then we all know that you might not be quite aware of that, but you walk in the room and it's, it's a little tense and all of a sudden you find yourself a little tense and you don't understand why. But if you go back and kind of re, rewalk your steps, you'll see why it might be that a person, it might just be a thought that crossed your mind. So in doing that and knowing that those things come up, I just kind of plan my day. Uh, spiritually of what I want to get done. Um, I always keep note cards in my pocket. You know, there's things I can pull out, um, different affirmations that I can pull out and read to myself if I ever find myself drifting. Um, it's really about staying positive. Whenever I get low, I, it's, it's always great to have that team that you can call, which is obviously my aunt, friend, and Asia. We call each other. You know, mm-hmm. we call, we text, we keep each other uplifted. So that's one of the great things that I, I do love is the sisterhood that we have um, in keeping my day positive and um, spiritually enhanced. Okay. All right. What about you, Asia? What are some of the things that you do? To keep, to, to keep well, yourself grounded and to, you know, to stay in a place of being as normal as you possibly can. Well, um, Aside from being standoffish, I'm actually, I'm, as y'all know, a total goofball. Right. So <laughs> I, I have to laugh. So when I'm having a stressful day or anything like that, because in the morning I kind of just hit the ground running. I don't, I don't think about much in the morning time, but everything kind of hits like after my day is complete. Uh-huh. So a lot of times what I do is I'll watch something that I know is going to make me laugh uh-huh. or I love listening to music, especially when I'm at home by myself. And I really pretend like I'm in a music video. Like, that really, um, I will have my music blasting on the, the little thing I have, little iPod deck. And I pretend I'm in a music video. And whatever it is, and I can be just as crazy as I want to be, as normal as I want to be. But it makes me laugh, and it really does take the stress off the day like mm-hmm. I and I mean it's a good workout too you know you know how y'all are when y'all dance around the house and mm-hmm. you're yeah. like whoa hold on wait a minute I should get that move but, um, so <laughs> so that's like one of my biggest my biggest things in being normal I just am a goofball so I embrace that uh-huh. and I just I enjoy that I think that's one of my 
main things I would do or say I do the, on a consistent day-to-day basis. Okay. All right. And you know what? I, I do want to add something that about us being normal, we really are normal. Um, <laughs> we, we, uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we laugh and we joke and we do everything everybody else does. You know, it's just that we have a different kind of insight. And a lot of people do have that insight. There might not be tuned into it but we are really normal like we laugh and joke and send each other group messages and post and all kind of other stuff we have yeah. a really good time we do I mean, so we, I, do. We, we are we, we are I, it's I, true I, I go work we work out we we you do know, everything. We are really goof. We are really goofy. We are really mm-hmm. very down to earth people. We, you know, what I have found is that we are a little quirky because we are we are in tune with 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 what's flowing. And I've noticed that even people, not just us, but other people that I've encountered that have the gift, they're a little different. You're a little, you're, you're a little bit different, but we dance, we laugh, we listen to music, we have families, mates, you know, we have, we have children, kids, the whole nine, we travel, we do it all. And that's another thing. Yeah, we shop, we shop a lot now. Yeah, we we shop, that's, that's kind of, yeah, we shop a lot. Um, what, but what we, what the reason that we're emphasizing the fact that we're normal is because you don't have to look a certain way or act a certain way to be used and to use your gifts. You can really, really just be who you are and allow God to use you. And that's another thing. People say, I got to get ready or I got to be like this or I can't do this. And that's not true. What God wants to clean up in you, believe you me, he's going to clean it up. You ain't got to help him. He'll do it. And when you step into it, it's such a dynamic feeling because it's really a feeling of empowerment. And that's one of the reasons why we came together as a family to do this because my mother, their grandmother, her mission, her desire was to empower and help women. She wanted to change the way women thought about not just themselves, but about God and her biggest thing, the thing that we've all learned from the time we were born and could understand what she was saying is you have to have faith. If you don't have faith, nothing works. You have to operate in faith. Don't be negative. Although sometimes, well, anyway, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, she taught us that belief and that faith and we were taught to pray. And, you know, when you come from that kind of background, you really never stray. You know, you just don't. Now, I'm not saying life don't happen and you don't mess up because we do that too. But what I am saying is that you always have that background and, you know, you hear her voice with the, let me tell you, you gotta, you gotta do this. You have to remember, you have to stay in faith. So we want to stress the fact that we are really, really normal women. We're very normal women. We live very normal lives. We just are on a mission and our life's purpose is to help women elevate their consciousness and to live their best lives. So our goal this year, they just are now hearing this. I know it already, but they're just now hearing it from me. Those two, that would be a re Asia is to help 4,000 women this year. We want to help. Yeah. And get in front of 4,000 women 
who are ready to take the journey to their best life. And we are going to do it. We are going to do that because it is important that we come together and we help and assist each other because we are stronger together. So before we let you guys go, I want Aria and Asia to tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you guys. How can they find you and where can they find you at? And I will also leave these links in the bottom of the... Um, uh, this is Aria. You can find me at um, Affirmations with Aria on Instagram. Um, if you need to contact me, you can get a hold of me at Aria Bradley at Yahoo.com. Okay. And she will also be having a website soon. We're working on that. But for yes. now, it is Affirmations with Aria on Instagram and Aria Bradley at Yahoo.com. I will leave those links in the podcast notes below. Uh, Asia, how about you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at the dot trill t r i l l dot astrologer, and you can also find me on Twitter at trill underscore astrology. All right, and you can email Asia um, at my email um, teams angels with Fran at gmail.com if you wanted to get a session or something set up. Both of the ladies are available for private sessions as well. Um, so if, if anybody is looking to have a, cons- a consultation, I think Aria's uh, consultations start at 25 minutes. And Asia has um, also um, astrology servicing charts that she can do for you guys. So if any, guy, any, if any of you want to do that, you can also have all three of our services together. You guys know how to reach me, angelswithfran.org or Angels with Fran, anything. You just put it in Google and there it is. But these ladies are accepting appointments now. And um, I think your appointments start at 25 minutes, Aria, or, 50, or 30 minutes? Um, 25 to 30 minutes. 25 to 30 we'll minutes. The, we'll give you the extra five minutes. <laughs> She'll give you the extra five minutes. <laughs> and Asia's is just uh, a service. So it's a flat, it's a flat service. And if you want her to actually, she can do the chart for you, right, Asia? And then you can have a console with them about the chart, right? Yes. Okay. So if you guys want to try out their services, we are going to offer tonight to our listeners 10%. There'll be a code that we will give you in the link where you can go and you can purchase your sessions and we will give you 10% off because we love you guys and we thank you for listening. As I like to say before I close all the time, I am so thankful for each and every one of you. I am so thankful that you guys listen and that you follow me and that you support me. I love what I do and I would not want to do it if I did not have you guys to do it with. I love my family. I love my niece and my daughter. My niece is like my daughter. That's a whole nother story. We'll have to catch up on that later. But anyway, we love y'all. We thank y'all for listening and we will talk to y'all later. Bye for now. Say bye, ladies. Bye-bye. <laughs>